0: Some of you might remember the old rock song, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Today's story in the gospel is really about people who get what they want, but not necessarily what they need. And there is a very, very important lesson in this first of our series of readings from Luke's gospel about the difference between the world and what they ask for from God and what God gives to them And those who come to Jesus in faith and what God gives to them who cry out to him for help. The first group, of course, that makes demands of Jesus are the demons. Now, at first, we think there's only one demon. We find out later that they are legion. Many that have taken up space in this man and made his life literally a living hell. And what's their request? don't send us into the abyss we kind of like it here earth's the place we like to be this is where we get our jollies this is where we get our kind of do our work amongst the people of the earth don't send us back to hades and to hell and then they make another request send us instead to these pigs So there's two things they want. One, to be left alone and not sent down into hell. But second, if they can't do that, then at least send them over into these pigs. So, of course, Jesus gives them what they want. He does not send them back to hell, and he does send them into these pigs, which, of course, then rush off a cliffside and kill themselves. And that's what the demons do, you see. All of their requests, all of their demands, all the things they want from you and from me always lead to death, to destruction, to poverty, to conflict. They are not interested in helping increase the number of pigs for everybody. They are not interested in having people get along. They are not interested in delivering people from slavery. What they are interested in is making us miserable. And so, what they do with those pigs is make an entire community impoverished. These are Gentiles. This is their livelihood. And now it's gone. This is kind of the meaning of the book of Job, by the way. Job cries out to the Lord and says, Why is all this bad stuff happening to me when I don't feel like I've done anything wrong? Why am I not getting what I need, never mind what I want? But God says, you see Leviathan, you see Behemoth, I lead them around, I know that they're there and I know that they're evil and their time will come. And Jesus fulfills that just a little bit with these demons. Yes, they do wrong, yes, they do evil, but their end will someday come. Right now they get what they want, but only in small measures. Then we have the townsfolk. The townsfolk live on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Now, the Sea of Galilee is always pretty, already pretty multicultural, pretty multi-ethnic. You've got little small towns that are probably purely Jewish, places like Nazareth, where Jesus grew up, and then you've got huge cities just up the road from Nazareth, like Sarah, um, I've already forgotten Sepphoris, that is almost entirely Gentile, and then everything in between. So you've got a real mix of people up here, which is why the Jews, the real Jews, the Jews that were committed to their faith, didn't want to live in the Galilee. It's too mixed up there. But Jesus actually, in Luke 8, goes to an area that's predominantly Gentile. We know that because of the pigs. On the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And he does this incredible exorcism. And the result of that exorcism is the people of town also letting Jesus know what they want and what they want is for Jesus to go away. Jesus is a hindrance you see he's a bother he's upsetting the apple cart he's destroying the status quo they had everything worked out they had pigs to raise they had money they could make and yes they had a member of their community that was in shackles and yes he was naked and yes he lived out in the cemetery but they had it under control. They had him under guard, and he was, in some sense, the sacrificial lamb for the Garrisons. They got to live their lives. He was miserable, but majority rules, right? Sometimes the good of the many outweighs the good of the one. So when Jesus kills off their pigs by sending the demons into them, and they come and they see this man in his right mind, unshackled clothed sitting and listening to jesus instead of rejoicing instead of saying this is incredible this man that we had no idea what to do with and was cut off from our fellowship for all these years is finally restored no all they could think about was their pigs their pigs were gone and jesus was the cause and they were terrified at what else he might do to ruin their nice little garrison economy that they had running and so they make one want known to jesus don't stay here kick the sand from your sandals don't let the door hit you on the way out take off as we used to say in canada so they get what they want the demons get what they want The garrison's get what they want. The one person that actually doesn't get what they want is the man who was tormented by demons. Jesus heals him, which is not a request that the man made. The only request we're hearing from him is the demons that say, please don't throw us back into hell. Please send us over to the pigs. Nonetheless, the demons are exercised. He gets his clothes back. He gets the shackles broken. And the one thing he asks for is Let me stay with you. Let me follow you. Let me come with you. What's the point of being with all these other people? They don't even care anyway what happens to me. They would just as be just as happy if I was still living among the tombstones, still in shackles, so long as they had their pigs. Let me come with you. You obviously care. But Jesus doesn't give him what he wants. He says i need you to go back i need you to go back to that city that just told me to take a hike tell them everything i've done for you tell them what i've done for you now where are we in all of this hopefully not the demons although truth be told in our world there is still a certain degree of demonic oppression that's happening be something as simple as the addictions we're all faced with each and every day every person is tempted by some addiction can be as simple and as supposedly wholesome as work can be your family can be vacation the demons are really really good at coming along and attaching you to something that isn't god are we so obsessed with keeping the status quo making sure that things stay the same making sure that nothing changes that when God comes and brings healing and salvation and mercy, our first reaction is, we really don't want this. There's a sacrifice, right, that the Gerasenes have to make. They've got to figure out how to make a livelihood without a whole bunch of unclean animals anymore. They've got to decide, is this man worth it? Is the coming of God amongst his people to deliver them from demonic oppression worth it? Would they rather things just go back to the way they were and have always been and always will be ad infinitum, world without end? Amen. Do we begrudge other people's well-being? Because it might cost us. Because it might involve sacrifice you might have to do something to help those people. By grace, God does not give us what we want. You've probably all prayed a prayer for something that you really, really wanted, and you're like, why isn't God giving me that? Sometimes it's simply as simple as this is something you want, but it is not what you need, and God loves you, and therefore he's not going to answer your request. There is only one person who doesn't get what they want in our text, and it is the man who's delivered from demons. The one who becomes a disciple, the one who wants to follow Jesus, the demons and the Gerasenes who want nothing to do with him, they're the ones who get what they want. It is the unbelieving world that gets what they want. They get sun, they get rain, they get food, they get housing, they get clothing, they get their mortal temporary lives. And along with it, loneliness, the same addictions that I talked to you about, the same moments in their life when everything bottoms out and think, does anybody care? Is there any purpose to my being here? But you are God's beloved. And God gives you the grace of Jesus Christ in knowing that in Jesus your sins have been forgiven, you have been delivered, the forces of evil have no power over you, and you are even being made into a community where people actually do care. Not perfectly, we are not Jesus. But every time we find that we are caring for one another, we can be sure that it is Jesus who is at work in us that he has not abandoned his people that he is still building us up into his body there is neither slave nor free greek nor jew male or female all are one in christ jesus and that's something we learn each and every day we wanted jesus to go away too and he would not Instead, he returned from the grave where we thought we had laid him permanently. And he didn't do it to judge. He didn't do it to bring revenge. He did it to show that what he had done to that man in the tombs, he wants to do for everyone. To free us from our shackles, to clothe us with his righteousness, and to bring us back into community with one another. Jesus doesn't always give us what we want, but we know we are his disciples because he always gives us what we need. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.